A lot of you have been asking me for insomnia treatment options, so I want to let you know I have launched an insomnia treatment course. It's a very structured and effective treatment program with a lot of clinical evidence support. So one course is in Chinese and one is in English. You can find it at deepintosleep.co forward slash insomnia. This year, many of us are working from home. On one hand, yes, we are more flexible with our work schedules. On the other hand, there are very limited boundaries between our personal life and our work. When we work from home, are we sleeping better or worse? Are we being more productive or not as productive as before? How sleep can impact our productivity, and what can we do? To improve sleep quality and improve our productivity. So today I will discuss all this relationship between sleep and our work productivity. Welcome to another episode of Deep Into Sleep. I'm your host Ishan. So this year, actually, a lot of people told me that they are sleeping worse than before when they were able to go to the office. They sleep on a very different schedule than before, and they feel more tired during the day. So, based on what people are telling me, I noticed there are two major sleep problems getting in the way. One is insomnia. One is insufficient sleep. These two things are very different. Insomnia is we are trying to give ourselves chance to sleep. We will go to bed early. We will try to lay down there, try to sleep, but our body are not able to fall asleep, or we wake up very easily in the middle of the night and cannot go back to sleep. But insufficient sleep means we are not getting enough sleep. That means we are working, we are using our phone, we are doing something purposely delay our sleep. Even though we are very sleepy, very tired, our body is yelling that I want to sleep, but we don't allow ourselves to go to bed. That way, we are not sleeping enough. I know some people they work really hard at night until the moment they crashed and have to sleep. I also know other people think nighttime is only quiet time they got, so they just use the time to really using their phone, kill their time, try to have fun, not want to sleep. But the problem is, if we have to get up early for meetings for work, then we sleep really late. We end up not getting enough sleep, and of course, we will feel tired during the day. So a lot of research found out if we don't sleep well, either we have insomnia or we are not sleeping enough. A lot of people end up having. Moments falling asleep at work, more injuries at home because they are so tired or sleepy. Even when you go out driving, you may have near accident moment because you are very tired or sleepy. So if we don't sleep well, 
especially if we are losing sleep, if we don't allow ourselves to get enough sleep, then we have more these distractions, attention, memory problems during the day when we work. Do you know research shows that if we sleep less than six hours per night consistently, that is a single strong predictor for on-the-job burnout. If I can summarize all the research about how improved sleep can improve our work productivity, then it's several aspects. First, sleep. Better can help us reduce the risk of getting burned out on the job. Second, if we sleep well, then we are able to have better memory because we are able to consolidate what we learn during the day better. Third, if we sleep well, we are able to refocus on the important task better, faster. And fourth, of course, if we sleep well. We feel better. We are not as tired, and it improves our mood in general. So basically, if we want work better, we need sleep better. Then how we can sleep better? Here are three suggestions. First and the most, if we have the flexibility to adjust our work schedule, then do it. If we are able to sleep closer to our natural biological circadian rhythm, then our sleep quality would be higher. So what that means, if we are naturally a night owl, we don't get sleepy until very late, and we get up very late, and we feel energetic in the afternoon and night. Then try whether you are able to adjust your work schedule closer to that. So you are more productive at the time your body allows you to. So when we all work from home, this is a great opportunity for us to realign our work schedule, study schedule to our biology. And I know this is especially helpful for some teenagers and students who are still at school. Researchers also found that if we are able to have flexible work schedules, it can really contribute to a positive lifestyle. So, if we all work from home, we used to commute in the morning time. Now, maybe we can use that time to do something fun. We can either have a morning breakfast routine, we can go for a run, or we can start early morning meditation. Basically, anything we enjoy or we find relaxing can be a good start of the day. And throughout the day, if we have some flexibility, we can also take small breaks here and there and go out for a walk, get a snack break that we normally have at workplace. We should have them at home also. Taking breaks. Can help us gain a sense of control of how to use our day. It can also help us to gain more natural sunlight if we use it outside of the house. And daytime sunlight exposure definitely help with our nighttime sleep quality. So the second suggestion is to leave some unwinding time between work 
and home life. What does this mean? Interestingly, what researchers find is if we can leave enough time to rest between the periods when we work versus the periods when we don't work, between work and home, then our sleep patterns, sleep qualities, all improve. Then what should we do if we work from home? We may feel really stressed out because home is workplace now. So I would encourage you to consider whether you can set a work corner and leave it just as work. When you do your work, go to that corner or a home office room. And when you don't work, step away from that corner, from that space. And do your fun other activities in other place in other space within the house. Also, we don't want to work up to the point we have to fall asleep. We want to leave a wind down time between work and sleep and relaxation. So set a stop time for ourselves, especially when we work from home. Set alarm clock. Use whatever cues to remind ourselves this need to be a stop. I need to stop working right now. The rest of the night, the rest of the time, should be for my family, for myself, for something fun, for something enjoyable, for something relaxing. I normally call this recharging time. Just like a battery, you cannot just keep on running. Just like a car, you need to stop to fill gas. For a battery, when it's gone, when it's done, if it's rechargeable, you need to charge it before you can use it. As a human being, we need those recharge moment in between also. And in reality, the better we are able to have this resting period in between to get recharged. The better sleep we get, the more productive we get at work. The third suggestion is to improve our social support. That sounds pretty hard when we are all at home, when we are under quarantine, we cannot really see anyone. But actually, social interaction is so important to help us reduce stress because social interaction can help our brain to release. Oxytocin, which is a stress hormone, to help us regulate our stress levels. Research has been done among frontline healthcare workers and find when they have more social supports from friends, families, and colleagues, their sleep quality actually improved. So how can we get the amount of good social support we need to help us with stress, sleep? And productivity. European Academy for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia has published a research paper giving out several great recommendations for us. When they talk about how to increase social support, they recommend people to use social media, share feelings of stress and anxiety with family and friends. But also, we need to share distracting, positive, humorous information too. 
So basically, when we share the information, when we get support, we don't only communicate negative emotions and information. We want to also communicate positive, encouraging informations with each other. However, we want to pay attention to not use social media and electronic device too much, especially before bedtime. So they recommend us to leave the device, tablets, and phone outside of the bedroom or turn them off before we go to bed. That way, we can make sure our sleep is not disrupted due to the light exposure, news notification, and the impulsivity and our urge to respond to other people's requests or. Different type of posts. For those already go back to office to start working in the field, then they recommend you should schedule some brief breaks during the day to talk to people you trust, either a colleague, family member, or friends, to express any concerns, communicate about any stress, just let emotions out and get some support during the day. Even briefly, so these are the three suggestions I summarize from different literatures. So first, adjust work schedule. Second, boundary between work and life. Third, increase social support. If this is helpful to you, please let me know. You can feel free to leave a message, leave a comment, or email me. When we talk about work productivity, actually, it's quite challenging for working moms. So we will try to find some guests sharing their stories, and I will share some tips for working moms to handle the work stress and life stress. If any of you have stories you want to share, please feel free to let me know. Also, you can also leave me a voicemail on our、uh, my website at Deep Into Sleep. dot co and I will hear from you. I will reply. Thank you for your listening and support. Let's work together to manage stress, sleep better, and carry on. It's so great to have you with me today in another episode of Deep Into Sleep. I am Ishan, and I will see you next week. Sleep is an individual thing. We all sleep differently, and there is so much we can do to improve sleep quality. Keep hope and carry on. This podcast is for general informational purpose only and does not include the practice of medicine or other health professional services. Usage of the information we share is at the listener's own risk, and our content does not intend to be a substitute for any medical and professional services, diagnoses, and treatment. Please seek professional health services as needed. Are you suffering from insomnia? I promise you, the CBTI method in my course will definitely help you. Even if several nights of better sleep, that would be a world-changing experience for you. I have had so many success from my insomnia patients who have taken this course over the years. If you know someone who are struggling with sleep, go to my website and check out my course at deepintosleep.co/insomnia.